Good morning, buenos dias. This is Jules, host and creator of our story, our voice. If you are a new listener, welcome and enjoy. If you are a returning listener, just know that I really, truly appreciate you all. Um, episodes drop every Monday, at least I try to have them drop every Monday. Um, definitely, um, are trying or, um, I'm developing a routine to where I try to record each episode either on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, so that way they could be released on a Monday. Um, so yeah, uh, if you have ever thought about starting your own podcast and, um, you have things that you feel like, I think I could start one, but I'm kind of scared and I mean, I do that well. Um, believe me. Not not to say that I'm putting myself down, but if I could start a podcast, anyone could start a podcast. There's there's room for everybody. Um, now, the percentage rate of how many of those podcasts become successful, it's really the amount of time and work that you're willing to put into it. Um, I don't know these podcasters personally, but because I do follow them, um, pretty consistent. I know that, I know that, um, they put in the work and they're really, um, you know, it's a lot of work and they really do great in, in promoting their podcast. And, um, but also they also have an entire, um, Team and when I see a team, they have someone editing their podcast. Um, some of them uh, do some of, of their podcasting in a um, in a recording studio. Others do them from home because some of them this is their full time thing that they do and they promote outside of their podcast. They have other things that's connected to their podcast, and so I was. Um, I was talking to my younger brother and he and my cousin, um, Raul, the Benny and Raul show, um, they had one where I thought it was really good because I, I am always curious about guy talk, you know, what goes on in guy conversations, you know, as girls, we think all they do is talk about girls, but no, guy talk is like them being 10 years old and talking about the things that they like you know, about cars and movies and, you know, um, doing prank jokes. It's just, I, I really enjoyed their podcast and, um, it's been on hold for, for a while because, you know, life happens. And I, and I think that that's where many of us think that, well, well, I cannot do this podcast because, you know, I just don't have any time or just, I just don't have this or I just don't have that. Um, if you thought about it, um, I started my podcast through Anchor about a year ago, but through that year, I went through my ups and downs because 
I didn't realize that this podcast was going to be so much more than than what it is. And it ended up really helping me through some really um, dark moments. And it really um, helped me learn to, to forgive because when I came up with the idea of our story, our voice, it was really to thank those people throughout my journey of my work that I've done, which is working with the community. Um, although I was giving them a space to share their stories and to have their voice be heard through those storytellings, I, I experienced healing and I realized that although I was experiencing some healing, I was very, you know, um, I needed so much more. And so I decided, let me bring, let me start this podcast. And like I said, some podcasts could be, you could definitely make money off of it. Um, if you put the time, if you pursue it the right way, I haven't gone that route just yet. Um, and I think that, um, as the more I do my podcast, I'm, I'm really getting a sense of what this podcast it's, it's really about. And I think that that's really important. And so, um, if you, if you are interested in starting one, you know, definitely go through anchor. It's free. You're able to do it right from your phone. Um, you know, and, and anchor has other different channels where it, it plays your podcast. Um, I believe mine is played through Apple and through, um, oh my God, I forgot the other ones <laughs> on Spotify and so much other more, you know, I, I believe even Google podcasts. I think there's one too that my episodes are being played on. And so if this is something that you want to do, definitely go for it. But just to kind of go back on what I was saying that. This podcast has been very healing because it gives me a space where I could go and and talk about the things that really matter to me only because I'm someone that really doesn't really doesn't talk about her problems to her friends. And so I want to say like 90 percent of the times um, my friends don't know what's going on with me. Right. Um, I don't share um, and I think that, you know, um, when you are a selfless person, um, you tend to leave yourself out of the equation when it comes to, um, being there for other people, but then also making room to have those individuals be there for you as well. But I, I wanted to say that this podcast has really helped me, um, you know, figure some things out, you know, personally, um, privately. And um, one of the things that I don't believe I've shared, and if I have, great. Um, you know, I was raised to be a, a very tough, independent um, person. You know, toughness was the high priority of my upbringing. 
Um, I wasn't allowed to show any emotion because that was a weakness. I wasn't allowed to, you know, friendships didn't exist because they just don't. Um, the only thing that existed was your immediate family, although some of your family members could be the ones hurting you directly, right? And so what do you do with all of this stuff that you're raised with? And, you know, and especially if you've, if you've questioned it, you know, as you were growing up, but you never um, felt um, safe to, to ever voice it. And so, again, I know that I'm talking in code and I have to remember that some of my listeners don't speak in codes. And so one of the things that this podcast has helped me do is to um, forgive to forgive others who I felt that have possibly hurt me or that have been cruel to me or um, just anything, you know, forgiveness is forgiveness. And it's also helped me realize some of my most um, precious gifts, which is um, I know I know how to love people and I I. I'm very resourceful to my community. I love the work that I do. Um, I love storytelling. I love giving space to to a community where they could come out. And I love giving space to individuals so they could find their voice. And um, and I love my friends who I, the friends that I do have. You know, at one point I could only count them in one hand, and now I have two hands where I could count them. And so that's really precious to me. And so I wanted to share um, this one incident that happened to me not too long ago. And it put me in a bad space and I was so mad. And um, I didn't realize how much residual anger I had towards this. So this person that I'm about to talk to, um, he represents... um, an organization that really did me harm when I worked there. Um, he was part of this um, part of this mean girl crew, and I was really hurt by it because I had advocated for this individual. So let me take you back to what I'm talking about. So I want to say, like about a month ago. Um, I received a random phone call from Riverside County and I'm thinking, oh no, um, why am I getting a call from the county? What happens? I'm thinking maybe it's for an opportunity to do some contract work. So I picked up the phone call and it was from, um, it was from, um, San Bernardino County, no, Riverside County Social Services. And um, it was a HR individual calling for a reference on a person that, um, you know, used you as a reference because you were their supervisor at the time. I understand the importance of a reference and especially those jobs if you're applying through the county, um, how important they are. Because if you don't give a good reference, right, um, they won't hire you. And um, the per- this other person called. And again, 
I'm not going to reveal this person's name, but I'm sure that once I post this podcast on my Instagram, that individual is going to is going to listen to this and I'm not sure if he understands what he what he represents and how he was cowardly enough to not reach out to me and ask if he could use me as a reference. Um, and so the person, and so to get back, because I'm like, every time I think of, of the situation really gets me upset. So which makes me think that I have a lot of work to do um, to forgive people. And so um, I get the phone call and it was, you know, hi, this is so-and-so from Riverside County. And I am calling on behalf of so-and-so's name. And to tell you the truth, I don't even remember his name, but he's following me on Instagram because I know he is because he sees all my postings. Um, he, they say his name and um, I'm taken back. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, at first I was kind of like, who, who, you know, if it's not because I'm really quick, I still didn't know who it was until she mentioned his name again. I said, oh, I wasn't like, oh, as in like, oh yeah, I was ready to do a reference for this person or oh, it was pleasant to hear this person's name. It was like, fuck you to that person. But I didn't do that because... I understand the importance of a of a reference to a job like the county because I was his supervisor. I can't even remember. I want to say like six or seven years, probably. Uh, yeah, six or six six to five years. I was his supervisor. It was a pretty long time, and I remember this individual when he came in. He came from like Seattle or something. I don't know, someone from over there. And he had no degree, um, very little experience in the field of, 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 you know, Head Start. But I could tell that with the right guidance and the right mentorship, this person could get really far. Because um, sometimes experience outdoes the degree, depending on the job that you're going to apply for. And I remember that they didn't want to hire him because he was a guy and all of that stuff. And I advocated and I said, no, I think that we need to diversify our department and really, um, you know, bring in more male, more guys. Because um, Head Start shouldn't be only about women workers. It should also be about men, you know, men helping our dads. And so... We went back and forth and they finally said, fine, we will hire him. And I was really excited to work with him because he was, you know, um, someone that I felt that I could guide and mentor. I think my mistake in that sense is that I assume, I assume that he wanted to be mentored and guided by me. And the reason why I hold so much resentment towards this person, it's because, and it's because there was these group of girls for whatever reason at work, they were just so defiant, 
you know, they were defiant. They um, didn't want to be told what to do and they didn't want to um, be held accountable for anything that they did. And, you know, they were um, rude to me. They were just mean. I would walk away and they would call me names. And what, what really got me upset is that the sad part is that I, I thought, well, that's just how women are, unfortunately. And I brought in this guy in because I thought it would balance the department out. And he just ended up becoming one of the girls and started doing the same thing and was, it was just rude to me and was just mean to me. And I dealt with that for like eight years when I was there, um, was never, you know, protected by anyone from that organization. And um, I remember one time he had done something just so effing rude and he did it in front of those girls because he was trying to get points or he was trying to be cool or, you know, whatever. And um, I remember I would have to do weekly supervisions because I thought it was important for me to check in with all my staff and want to review their work so that way there's no surprises. And then second, really give them that mentorship because something that I always wanted from my prior supervisors, but just never got. And I wanted to be a different type of supervisor. And um, I remember he came in and I, I asked him, you know, why are you such an why are you such an asshole to me? And he was ready to talk to me about his work, you know. And the thing is that what really triggered me is because he comes in like as if nothing had happened the day before and I was having a supervision with him and I just couldn't help it and I needed to say something to him and he was shocked he didn't have anything to say to me and so to say all of that um I leave you know I ended up leaving that job you know that job was just toxic I love the work but the people that that I worked with were just so damaging to me um, I don't even know how I survived it, but I did. Here we are now. And this happened like in 2000 and like, like 14 or 15, right? It's been a long time. Um, some would say like, just get over it. And, and see, this is why I'm saying that I still have a lot of inner work to do because I hold grudges, you know, at least I thought I didn't. But when someone like that individual does something to you for no reason at all, it's, I could see how people could hold grudges. And I didn't realize that that person had such a control over my emotions because years later, what, we are in 20, I don't know, I mean, what, like 12 years later? Wait, is it 12 years later? Any, anyhow. Um, no, it's not 12 years. <laughs> Girl, I need to do my math better. But when I finally realized who I was doing a reference to, I could have done... I, I could have totally have given this person a horrible reference and he would not have gotten that job. But because, but because I understand the meaning of a, of a reference and I understand um, that he has a family, 
then that this job would be wonderful for him. It was really hard for me to have given that reference. And what gets me upset is that someone within that inner circle um, gave out my number without even asking. And that's why I said that he was a coward because he didn't even reach out to me while I know that he follows me on Instagram. And so if you end up listening to this podcast, you know who you are. Um, you are never to use me as a reference again. And I am working on forgiving forgiving all the stuff that you were a part of because you are guilty by association because you hung out with those girls and you probably never said anything to them. And I don't know because we never, after that whole incident, I never talked to you again and I, I, I didn't care to like help you and, and do anything. <laughs> and I know, right? It's kind of like, Julia, I thought you were in the pathway of forgiving um, I'm in that pathway of learning how to forgive because I understand that forgiveness, it's, I don't hate him. I am disappointed in him because if it wasn't because of me fighting for this person to get a job in this field, he wouldn't have a career in this field because it's really hard to get into this in this, into this type of job if you don't have a degree, right? And so I advocated for him. And I'm happy to know that he's still doing the work because I knew that he would be a great worker. And that's the thing. The reason why I gave him a good reference was because he was a good worker. He wasn't bad. It was his personality. That was, um, that sucked. It's his, it's his person. Who he is is what he sucked because he wasn't strong enough to be his own person. He... He like hopped on the bandwagon of, of hating you. So the fact that you can't think for yourself, it, it sucks. And, you know, he probably has no idea that, that he was that way towards me. And so, um, you know, I, I am learning to forgive those who have hurt me in the past. You know, I have a few people. I've already forgiven those individuals. And I've forgiven this person too. I just don't ever want any anything to do with them. Not even if it means using me as a reference. Um, because if I am used again as a reference by this individual, I will let that person know that I am uncomfortable. I'm being, I will not be answering any questions. That's just letting you know. And some could say, well, Julia, you're not really forgiving him. When I forgive, forgiveness doesn't mean I now I could do good things for you. No, forgiveness means that I, I forgive you and I'm letting that go. I just don't ever want to be a part of your space ever again. That's just, I'm just keeping it real. And if I'm, and if I'm, and if forgiveness and that statement is not aligning, then like I said, I still have a lot of, a lot of stuff a lot of stuff to do you know i appreciate when people take accountability for the things that they did right for example and i never mention any names because i could if i want to there was this person in high school who you know it was high school crap you know i 
I thought this person, it was me and him and a bunch of other group of guys that for whatever reason would go at it with the girls, just hardcore, just, just at it to the point where it became, a, it, it became harassment when I was in high school. At least that's how I felt. And I was always, I was more disappointed in this, in this guy because I liked him and I couldn't understand why all of a sudden, you know, they would, this, this person would treat me the way that he would treat me. And I, and the, and the sad thing is that I knew that he didn't want to do that. Right. But, you know, this, that was in high school and years later, like I will see him every so often and it just sucks because I think that we could have been really cool friends and we could have like hung out and, and, you know, gone to the club and be, he could have been my best friend, you know, that's the part that I hate about stuff like this. Right. And so, like I said, this was in high school and years later, um, he reaches out to me and he said that he was sorry. And guess what? I was sorry too, because I was a bitch too. And he, he was an asshole and I was a bitch. And, you know, um, to this day, we're friends. I could honestly say that we're friends now. And like I said, I'm not going to say names, but he knows who he, he knows who he is. And, you know, he, he shared with this person who I'm talking about from high school, shared a moment with me about an incident that he thought that me and my girlfriends, we had done to him. And I was like, oh my God, you know. Um, the incident is, is that he thought that I had sabotaged his prom. And when I heard that versus laughing about it, I was like, oh no, that's horrible. And I confirmed that, no, I didn't have anything to do with that because I didn't, you know, but I was guilty by association. And so as he was telling me the story, I started having memories of that whole incident that was being planned because I went back and I talked to my girlfriends from high school who, who we were, we were blamed for that incident, which is crazy. And I could see why we were blamed for it because me and me and my friends who were part of this. So it was me, um, my friend Brenda and myself, and we had some beef with the guys from our cross country team. And I think it was easy to say that we had planned it. And the sad thing is that um, my friend now said, well, it made sense because you guys hated me so much. And I was like, yeah, that would have made sense. But just to confirm, we didn't have nothing to do with that. Right. And so some could say like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys just have to get over it because that was in high school. Um, it's not about even it's about a high school incident. It's about doing things that affects another person because that's his memory, you know, all this time, you know, and he's cool about it, you know, and I, and I appreciate that kindness because he's a kind person. And that's why it gets me so like, oh, I hated the fact that we had beef in high school because we could have been such good friends, you know, best friends, you know, I could see how we could have had so much fun, you know, heck, he could have like ran off so many tickets for me, you know? And so, 
but just to say all because i'm saying all of this because he has integrity he has kindness because he came out and he and he apologized for his actions and what if it was a really mean mean one right this whole time but he still went and he's taken accountability for the stuff that he's done he hasn't only apologized once he apologized twice you know because i also apologize because i realized that i was such a bitch and i had you know to my defense i was i was raised to 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 be tough and 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 you know i had so many problems growing up socially obviously right obviously but to say all of that, I don't expect everyone to do what my friend did, you know, where we both apologize, but to take accountability for the actions that you part that you partook that you were part of, or the fact that you're aware that you were guilty by association, that you know makes me really proud to know that my friend has that. And he has little ones and he's going to transfer that awesome integrity, that heart that he has. And, you know, to his family, they're very lucky to have him, you know, and I, and, you know, you could just see it, you know, and I see him on Facebook with his family. I'm like, that's right. That's my friend. You know, he's awesome. And it's because we take accountability for the things that we do. And for this person who I'm talking about. Who use me as a reference you know you might be a good person i don't know but because you've never taken accountability for the actions that you did to me when i worked with you i still have a lot to work on but i almost feel like saying f you <laughs> i i just did but i'm working on it i'm working on it because i understand that hatred is not good i don't i don't hate i don't ever hate because hate is such a big word but I still feel a certain way about this individual who's, who has used me as a reference, the audacity. But the reference wasn't about his integrity, about the, the person that he is. It was about the work that he did. And so I am happy to know that I'm able to distinguish both. So I gave him a good reference because he did do a good job and because he was good for the program because he was a guy in a dominating career in a dominating career in head start and and so to say all of that i i don't like the person but i was okay to give a reference to the work that he did and for anyone who ever crosses anybody else just remember that we are human and we have feelings and we're going to, you know, it's going to take us a while. And so to, to that guy who used me as a reference, I don't like you as a person, but I respect the work that you've done. And I'm proud that you're in, that you're still in this work. And, and to the group of women who you used to, you know, sideline with them to like hate me, um, I, I, I'm in that journey of forgiving them because they too have yet to apologize. And apology is very important to take accountability. So to say all of that, 
um yeah episodes drop every monday you guys so thank you and you all have a great week